0: hi there thank you for joining us today on house call a podcast about all things hospital at home today is the first in our series on non-clinical roles in hospital at home and why they're so important in developing and delivering high quality services and i'm delighted to say that today joining us we've got gail black hospital at home coordinator in western isles and she's joined by dr dave rigby realistic medicines lead Also in Western Isles. Hello both of you and thank you so much again for giving us your time and joining us today to answer our questions. Gail, I'm going to jump straight in with you if that's okay. And I'm just going to ask you a pretty broad question. Just can you give us a bit of background around what your role is?
1: So we started sort of early 2020 with setting up a service. Dave and Deborah Vickers, are service leads, were setting up the service hospital at home. COVID prompted this to be set up quite quickly. Everybody was redeployed and obviously other services were shut down. And I was asked to come in. I was working as medical secretary. And the service has all been shut down. I was asked to come in to provide some admin support. So very early days, we were just setting up policies and procedures and seeing how the service was going to be set up, how it was going to run. And I was just involved in the daily admin of that. Quite quickly we discovered that a lot of the required role wasn't clinical and there was an awful lot that I could do and leave the clinical, the nurse, the service lead to do all the clinical roles and all the kind of liaising with the consultants and getting the back end on the patients and seeing if we could offer what they were asking was capable. It was quite, you know, quickly established that that could be done without being clinical. So the roles kind of developed and changed almost weekly since we started. So it's kind of settled in to the stage at the moment where we're using bank nurses at the moment. The other services have opened up so deborah has gone back, running her own service mainly, just supporting hospital at home. So the only consistency really is myself and bank nurses could vary. could be up to eight different bank nurses with us. It could be different nurses every day. So it's been kind of beneficial having that set person in the office, knowing what's going on and asking the questions that need asked. It doesn't have to be clinical questions. It's not. It's just liaising between all the different teams and the services and seeing what we can what we can do to help get
0: people into the service. Thank you Gail and Dave from your perspective how has this role made a difference to the service and how it operates?
2: So I think um, I think as Gail's saying obviously when we started me being a GP clinician, Deborah being a nurse specialist, we're kind of very clinically focused people. There wasn't a plan to develop hospital at home, it was I guess you could say it was a knee-jerk reaction due to Covid happening. So Covid Presented us with this opportunity. So, we basically had quite high level, high banding staff trying to set up all the logistical stuff around what hospital at home service would be. Um, We were very fortunate that we were offered some admin support, and Gail came in and obviously has quite a bit of clinical knowledge from a previous work working in primary care um, in in a general practice. So knew a lot of the clinical aspects of how to deliver a service. So I think as time's gone by and over the last, what will be about 18 months now, the role has just really, really developed into what we now call this coordinator role. And there is a, a big blurring of margins between what you would class as administration and secretarial support because the role also does involve quite a lot of direct liaison with patients, direct liaison with medical and nursing staff. And it means that the bank nurses who are out for most of the day don't need to worry about calls coming in through the day. They know that most of that can be answered by the coordinator without any difficulty. And I guess it just means that we're able to run a service in our remote and rural area knowing that there's a consistency in someone who has got clinical buy-in as well as the administrative and secretarial skills that we need.
0: That's great, thank you. I'm guessing obviously with your previous role as well, Gail, did that, the relationships that you'd built up throughout working in in that role, did they help you when you started in this role and did did that help to get a bit of buy-in about hospital at home in general?
1: Definitely. Yeah, I think having a bit of a background knowledge helped, um, especially with dealing with the clinical staff and they're coming saying, We've got this patient, might be suitable for you. Having a bit of a background of just a general idea of what the conditions were, maybe, you know, the certain drugs monitoring that was needed, having a bit of that knowledge and gave them a bit more of the confidence that they could trust the service and rely on us. It was quite difficult getting the buy in initially from some of the clinical staff, just being non-clinical, being in, in an admin role and having that, you know, liaising with them and saying, you know, we can offer to help you out with this patient, they could come to us, we can we can do this monitoring. That was quite challenging, but I think it was really important to know the service. I had the, you know, the opportunity of, I was involved from the beginning, very early, very early days of the service and knowing what the service could offer, knowing inside out what we could do, what we had done in the past with different patients and just giving that reassurance that we can offer this, that we can have, you know, we're going to come back to you, there's still your patient, there's not, we're not going to take take the patient and then they lose control, they keep full control of their patient and just giving them that reassurance that we can offer the best care in the best place if it's suitable for the patient.
0: Thank you. That's really interesting about how that previous role and now your current role have helped the delivery and and the the acknowledgement, I guess, of the service as well. So what would you say makes your role unique in a hospital or home service and how would you encourage other areas to have a coordinator role and I know you've been good enough to share with us your job description which has been shared quite a lot within our hospital home community and if anybody is listening and would like to access that is available on our website through the implementation toolkit. So what makes it unique and why would you encourage other areas to adopt it?
1: I think it's unique
0: probably being so involved in the coordinating of the service and not being
1: clinical is probably different to some of the other areas but we just established from the very beginning what we needed, what we needed from the service, what was going to be required from somebody, coordinating it. And it was established from really early on that it wasn't a lot of clinical input. It was just coordinating, it was just liaising with, with different people, liaising with different services, getting the plan in place for the patients and just making sure that we could offer it. We found it kind of important very early on to keep the non-clinical roles to a non-clinical person kind of was important and keep the nursing to the nursing staff. Best utilising their skills was out, out with the patients and trying to get, do as much as so much I can do in the office while the nurse is out on her visits and have everything ready for her coming back. Keep track of everything. Keep liaising with the teams to make the day run as smoothly as possible. I think we would recommend other services to do it. Having the central point of contact in the office has been really really valuable to us. Having somebody drop in regularly, pharmacy drop in the doctors might drop in and discuss potential patients that we could have maybe in a couple of days and just knowing that there's somebody there either at the other end of the phone or in the office that they can come and chat to um, is really really helped I think because we're so rural the nurse is likely to be out for a lot a lot of the day and I think we'd really miss having that space in the hospital.
0: A question for both of you we've covered a lot um, about the successes and why it works so well could you tell us a little bit about any challenges around the coordinator role?
1: I think the main challenge we had at the beginning, like I said, was with liaising with the consultants and the clinical teams and getting the buy-in and gaining their confidence in what the service could offer and what we could do. And it's just been perseverance, really, keeping challenging, keeping saying, you know, can we help you with this? What about this patient? And just keeping that in the forefront of their mind that we're here, what's possibly been the most challenging thing
0: would you say your role makes a difference to that because you've got the time, you know, it's not just that the, you're not look, trying to look after the clinical aspects as well. So you can spend a bit of time building those relationships. So your role makes that difference.
1: I think so. I think we've worked really hard at the beginning to try and make things as easy as possible for the clinical teams. You know, anything that I can take on that'll ease their workload and make it easier for them. We wanted to make it very easy at the beginning for them to take patients into hospital at home. It had to be easy or we just thought it's not going to work. Do everything that we can to help. And I think they found that it isn't as maybe challenging as they thought it would be there's a clear system in place clear processes the point of reference is there on the internet of what we can offer what we can and what we can't offer and just keeping all really clear and simple has worked well thanks
0: and Dave you were going to say something
2: yeah I, do, uh, I think in terms of challenges that you, your previous question around what makes yeah. it unique probably answers some of that as well in that I suppose for us the coordinator role is there is a clear difference for us between that and a secretarial role it is very much a service development role both strategically and operationally so so Gail has a central role in in shaping how the service is going to look 12 months down the line it's not just left to the service lead um, because she's taking all of that experience and working with wide range of nurses being involved with the the work of Health Improvement Scotland as well and learning what other services are doing. You know, the the coordinator really is quite a strategic role for us as well. So as examples of that in terms of challenges, I, I think it probably did take six or nine months to gain trust of the hospital staff. So we have clinical support nurses who work at a very senior level. And as they became used to what was on offer by being able to see Gail day to day. Mm -hmm. That gained their confidence. It also led to Gail now chairs the um, daily dynamic discharge meeting. So that's another way of us finding patients. She's also an our 6EA group in terms of trying to shift this whole agenda of managing people in the community and I think it's the addition of these things as well that have helped break down some of the challenges they've certainly not all gone I think as a lot of the other places we are as, as a group of clinicians are quite risk averse so we're used to what we do so these this this is a, a new model we're only just over a year in but it's definitely um, having that daily presence I think having those extended roles having somebody that kind of knows when someone says we've got you know maybe an opap patient or an oxygen patient the coordinator knows exactly what we can do with that she's developed the protocols written the protocols um set up an internet site which is maintained by the coordinator as well so i think it's that that's enabled us to break down some of the challenges that they, they will remain there's a lot more work to do you know it doesn't just take 18 months to get this totally embedded but It's all those extra strands, I guess, is what I'm saying. You know, it's it's the thing that made this unique and also made some of the challenges a lot easier to overcome.
0: And again, you've just mentioned the internet site, that is something that you've shared with us. And again, you've given us permission, and we're more than happy to share that with anybody who's listening, who'd like to have a look at that. Um, It is available in our hospital at home community as well. One last question for you both before we we let you go. If we were to distill something down to one key point that you would hope someone would take away from listening to this about non-clinical roles in hospital at home, what would that be? And if, if we can come to each of you to find out so if you want if if people had one key takeaway from listening to this what would you want that to be
1: i would say just know the know the role know the service have good background knowledge of what you can offer and keep asking and keep challenging just keep trying to gain the confidence
0: of the other clinical staff thank you gail so dave what about you
2: so I, I guess what I think what we've found is that it's the person as much as the position that makes a service. So we, as I say, we almost did go around a very heavily, very high banded clinical model. And at the start, that made us falter to a degree. So the hope is that for the coordinator role, we've created something that is interesting and stimulating for somebody to do and it's you know I think that's same as trying to get everybody to work at the top of the game by giving them a role that is challenging but also very rewarding so I think um, I suppose the take-home message is that the, the non-clinical roles are at least as important as the clinical roles particularly in, in a small service such as ours where we're never going to have more than two or three employed staff within our service just because of the population size and um, so it's it's the person and, and making sure you create a job that's stimulating and and rewarding so that you do get someone that really wants to shine in it
0: that's brilliant and what a what a brilliant kind of last note thank you so much to both of you for giving us this time especially when things are so busy Gail it certainly sounds like every day is different for you and it's been really fascinating to hear about the job and and the role and and the kind of ins and outs of so just thank you both very much for your time and thank you if you've been listening to this and we hope that you come back for more and keep an eye on our hospital home community information about when we'll be releasing our next episode thank you very much